from MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel Jackson and Floorwood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we'll talk about tech etiquette. Many experts agree in many cases there is a right and wrong way to use your tech devices. Is it bad etiquette to not put your phone on silent somewhere like church, a meeting, or the movies? Is it poor etiquette to text or email about a work-related issue after a certain time of night? Call us with your tech peeves this morning. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilkes Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And today we're talking about tech etiquette. So your manners when it comes to tech, we'll get into that. should be very interesting. Uh, Many experts agree in some cases there's a right and wrong way to use your tech devices. So we'll talk about that. Is there, uh, is it bad etiquette to not put your phone on silent somewhere like church or a meeting or the movies? Of course it is. Amen. Is it (laughs) poor etiquette to text or email? about a work-related issue after a certain time of night. We'll talk about those things this morning, and we'd love to hear from you listeners about your tech peeves. Not pet peeves. What are your tech peeves this morning? We'd love to hear from you. 877-MPB-RING. What bothers you when you see people doing certain things with their tech? We'd love to hear from you. 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Yeah, where is Jeremy? Oh, here he is. There hey, Jeremy. He is. Hey, yeah, Jeremy's here. Good morning. Um, so, first of all, Wilson, let's talk a, a little bit about some things that that you've been doing in the tech world. Uh, is it the semester almost over? Or oh, I have finished my final exams this week. I am done. Three class, three more classes behind me. Okay, so you're off for the summer. No summer classes. I'm going to actually be brave and take two eight week courses over the summer. Oh, so. so you're talking about taking courses, not teaching them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, normally I don't teach during the summer. We don't have too much going on with the uh, computer networking department during the summer. We'll we'll get mm-hmm. that kicked back in in the fall. But so that's why I'm going to go ahead and get a couple more classes out of the way over the summer while I have a little bit of a break. So, uh, well, yeah, let me ask: in, Do yeah. you have any advantages as a student being an IT guy? <sighs> I think so. I understand the online courses a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I have definitely, you know, figured out a few of the uh, ways to make it easier on myself. But, okay. Um, it also kind of helps knowing a couple of the teachers up there. <laughs> well, good luck to you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Jeremy, any really challenging IT things you've had to deal with this week? I am actually studying for my drone pilot's license. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So and- learning a lot there. Uh, for anybody listening, just so you know, it is illegal to shoot down a drone. It is considered an aircraft. Oh I just goodness. learned that yesterday after reading an article about a guy who shot one down. Don't do it. Why did he shoot it down? Well, he said it was snooping on his daughter or something, but the guy oh. said he was uh, taking pictures of his house or video of his house or something like that. But yeah, Oh, my it's, goodness. It's highly illegal. 
So it's like we, shooting down an airplane. We're supposed yeah. to have a drone show on in, in legal terms in a couple of weeks. So, oh, cool. Yeah, I'd love for folks to listen to that. So yeah. um, what all can you do with a drone pilot license? Okay, so uh, you don't have to have a pilot license if you just want to pilot a drone. But if you want to use it for anything professional, you do have to have your license. So I'm getting it so I can use it for business purposes, um, so I can take shots of my own shop and, and just put some cool stuff out there. And also... Uh, it's really cool to just say, hey, I got my drone pilot's license. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Have you already started studying and taking classes? Yeah, yeah. I actually took one of the online exams yesterday and uh, passed with 100%. So, okay. so uh, it's easy. Good. Is it easy? There are parts of it that are easy that are like common sense, but then there's little ways that they'll kind of throw you a curveball and they'll say, you know, how does this not be affected by this certain regulation or whatever? And, mm-hmm. you know, like if this kid was... 12 years old and he had a drone, does he have to register? And the answer is no, he doesn't because you okay. have to be 13 to get your drone pilot's license. Wow. Yep. And after I get my license, I'll be uh, licensed to fly anything up to 55 pounds. Oh. That's a pretty big drone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm just lucky. I'm just happy whenever I don't put a drone in a tree as I did to my boss's drone not too long ago. Oh. So, yeah, that uh, I, I learned that lesson really fast. <laughs> yeah. How much do these drones run for now? Is it, does it vary pretty much? Drones can get up there. I mean, if you want a decent one, you're going to spend a few hundred bucks on it. Um, uh, the one that I'm looking at getting is the uh, uh, the DJI Mavic Pro, which is uh, made by the people same people who make the Phantoms and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a smaller drone, but it's uh, they say it's really good for beginners. And I have watched some videos of it, and it is cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, filming for a documentary, and a couple of the shots they use the remote control and put the drone and, and get this this yeah. aerial view in it. It is really cool to see. And it's, yeah. I heard that those things are hard to operate as well. Uh, it depends on uh, how how your drone, uh, like the quality of the drone itself, because mm-hmm. I bought like a little cheap one just to play with it, just to kind of, you know, just experiment. And that thing gets blown away at the slightest gust of wind. Oh. But the Mavic Pro, uh, it can handle like, it can go 40 miles an hour itself. And oh. uh, it's not that it won't get caught in the wind, but it, it has better ways of uh, handling things like that. And if it flies off course for too long, it will actually go back to where it originally started out. Wow. Yeah. So even if you lose it, it kind of phones home. Well, keep up the good work. Well, That's you. really cool. Yeah, I'm I'll be, excited. I'll be looking on Facebook for some of these videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there'll be a bunch. <laughs> uh, so this morning we are talking about your tech peeves. We'll talk about some of ours and uh, some, some things that the experts say as well. But we'd love to hear from you. 877-MPB-RING. What are some things that you observe with other people and their tech or even yourself? I'll kind of dig on myself a little bit today. That uh, annoy you, bother you, things that concern you, your tech peeves. Give us a call. 877-MPB-RING. Ring 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Linda in Port Gibson is the first one to call in about her tech peeve. Good morning to you, Linda. Good morning. Hey, what do you have for us? I have two pet peeves. One is uh, people who use their their, uh, iPhones or Androids in church, not looking at the Bible, but playing games. I mean, it just hurts my nerves to see that. Oh, yeah. They're not paying attention to the, uh, you know, to the word of what's said. What if it's a Bible trivia game, Linda? Does that help at all? Huh? What if it's no. like a... <laughs> okay. You got to help Noah get the animals back no. on the ark? You got to yeah. just drag them into the ark? No. Um, 
No, it's usually words for friends or they probably playing on Facebook. It's not no Bible trivia, nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the other one is uh, people who come to your house, pick you up, you get in the car, and they are on the phone from, like we are from Port Gibson and we go to Vicksburg, on the phone for 30 or 40 minutes, just yapping away. I just feel ignored. Yeah. Okay, those are those are two really good ones. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and I, I am one who, when I go to church, I still bring a physical Bible, and that's because of my own discipline. I know that if I have an iPad, if I'm looking at my phone, trying to look at Bible verses, I'm going to jump on Facebook in a minute. So, yep. for my own self discipline. I bring a physical Bible to church. And you're right, Linda. Uh, unless the preacher is really boring, it would make, sen make sense that they're on words with friends. But other than that, that's pretty disrespectful. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because you're going to be on there and something's going to pop up. You're going to get an, I mean, there's always a notification for something. Yeah. yeah. And her other thing with uh, folks talking uh, while she's in the car. So what what is the deal with that? What do you guys think when, you know, you get a call, should you just not take it? Should you tell someone, um, I'm going to call you right back? Because I know some folks who are infamous for this, and I'm with Linda. I feel neglected. I feel ignored. And, like, I don't matter. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think that when people are on their phone, they're not paying attention to the road at all. In fact, a lot of the times when I pass somebody who's made me angry on the road, I look over and they're on their phone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like looking down. Private little phone booth, like not even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I think that having a headset, like a Bluetooth headset or even just one that you plug into the phone itself, uh, I think that helps with the road distraction because you're not having to hold that phone up next to your head. In fact, I use one a lot when I'm driving, but I'm always 95% road, 5% conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think what she's saying, too, just when you're in just regular conversation with people, whether you're in the car, whether you're in an office, whether you're, you know, sitting around the table eating a meal, just being on the phone instead of actually engaging with those around you is just we've become so connected that we've forgotten how to connect to each other, I think. Yeah, absolutely. In the middle of conversation, just pulling out the phone and just checking something. It just it's so it's so commonplace. Yeah, see, you weren't even listening to what I was saying. What were you saying, what were you saying Jeremy? You say something? <laughs> yeah, listeners, we love to hear from you today. We're kind of venting in a way. We're talking about tech, tech etiquette, your tech peeves. Do you think technology is affecting our social skills and the way that we engage with each other? What are some of your tech peeves that uh, bother you, kind of uh, annoy you when you're out in public, things that uh, you don't like to see uh, involving people in tech? Call us 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Linda, thank you for your call. Um, and before we go to Libby and Madison, I'm going to ask... When when you grow up and you're sitting at a table, your parents say, well, this is how you eat. You eat you with, with your mouth closed. Okay, that's etiquette. Uh, the the yeah. forks are on this side. Uh, the knife is on this side. That's etiquette. You know, no elbows on the table. Who teaches tech etiquette? Or do we just make up our own rules? Well, there's really no established discipline, I would say. You just kind of have to set that up in your own household and, and demand respect on that front. Yeah, I mean, there are probably some... You know, just honestly, there's some mom and dads that are just as bad out there at tech etiquette than uh, than the kids are. And, you know, I mean, what are they going to do? They imitate what they see. Um, we've had a kind of a longstanding rule at our table whenever we're sitting down eating dinner. There's no phones. Mm -hmm. We, You know, that goes from mom, dad, you know, my son and my daughter. We actually disconnect. We found out we're actually really nice people we can talk to, you know, <laughs> yeah. and um, 
but but, but I think what about it, what about parents who don't even know uh, a lot about tech? Uh, grandparents don't they don't know that you shouldn't put certain things on Facebook. I mean, do we need to have some some tech classes around here? Is it should it be weaved into school curriculums? You know, I think it really ought to be. I mean, you, it's kind of interesting you bring up the whole school curriculum aspect. I think that that there should be something in school that actually teaches kids coming out. The, you know, I mean, I'm looking right now. I've got a you know a, about to be a junior and about to be a freshman. What are we doing to actually teach them how to interact with the world? I mean, because you know, you go into an interview and pull out your phone, you probably just lost that interview. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there are yeah. some things that need to be taught to some folks that actually sit there and say, "Hey, look, this is how you're expected to operate in the real world." And I, I think we missed that a little bit. I, I think I like it would be cool to see a class in school, but I think if you don't do it there in the household, then there's there's not going to be much discipline for doing it throughout life. That needs to be something that parents teach their kids. It needs to be an expectation, no different than we teach our kids. You know, my, my son's going through driver's ed. You wear your seatbelt. That's been the rule since they were born. You wear your seatbelt. It's a habit that we taught at home that we keep on reinforcing. He doesn't need the driver's ed teacher to tell him that. He knows you wear your seatbelt. Um, you know, the same thing with this. When you're talking to someone, I, mean, I think that we need to get out there and say, hey, look, you set the phone down. I had that conversation with my daughter at one point. I was sitting there talking to her, and she steady on the phone. I was like, no, you, you look at me. There's this thing called eye contact. It's, you know, really cool. It's new. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest, uh, accountability among each other. Um, yeah. Uh, well, maybe not strangers, but uh, folks in your circle, if there's an opportunity to kind of inject a little accountability, I think that you, you should absolutely do it in a tactful way. Because sometimes yeah. folks, are they just get comfortable and, and uh, things become habitual. And so you don't pay attention to what you're doing until, until somebody brings it to your attention. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's almost automatic. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I catch myself pulling my phone out, and I'm like, what was I even doing with this thing? I was going to check something. I don't even remember what it was now. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, my wife's good at holding me accountable. She'll remind me every now and then. I'll pull the phone out, and she's like, hello. Usually she'll say it by a text that pops up with a whole bunch of angry faces. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Oops. <laughs> uh, Libby is in Madison, has a question about pop-up ads. Hi, Libby. What do you have for us today? I want to ask about software that prevents those pop-up ads for the maybe you've already looked at a website and then it you're looking at another website and it pops up the the thing you were looking at that sounds like ad tracking are you are you talking about an ad yes yes okay um so you you want to prevent that from happening yes Okay, um, there are multiple things that you're going to have to do. There are some plugins that you can use for your browser uh, that will uh, stop tracking uh, certain things. I, I don't think you'll be able to limit it in, or eliminate it entirely, but you could you could drastically reduce uh, the amount that uh, that you see. Yeah, Google Chrome has a really good one called Popper Blocker um, that plugs in. Does that does that uh, do not does it turn on do not track? I think it will turn on the do not. Okay. Yet. A lot of those will. There's another one called Ghostery, and it, it does the same thing. It it, it, uh, it it allows for anonymity, and it, it sends, like, do not track messages and those sorts of things. But uh, even Chrome itself has uh, an option in the settings menu where you can tell it uh, not to track you. But you're going to have to go, uh, like, if you're, if you're on Amazon or something like that, you're going to have to go into their settings and find out how to turn it off specifically for Amazon and so forth. There's lots of different ad networks that you're going to kind of have to tackle there. 
Yeah, and another thing to remember is that a lot of times, um, a lot of pop-up apps, ads can be an indication potentially of a malicious software being installed. You could have um, one that comes to mind are some of these coupon printers that people will end up downloading, and they end up giving you a lot of pop-ups. So it may be a good time to run something like a malware bytes or uh, your antivirus program just to make sure you don't have anything kind of hiding under the surface there that could be causing that problem for you as well. Okay, so what if you're is there an option to turn off um, to block pop-ups or block ads? Uh, so are, you're using Safari on your Mac? Yes. Uh, hmm. I use Chrome mostly on my Mac myself. Um, there are ways to uh, to use extensions with Safari, but I don't know of any specific ad blocking. Um, let's see... Wilts, anything on that? Well, I'm not really sure, but I did just find something in the Googles here. They say, uh, click on the Safari on the upper left of your screen to open the drop-down options and choose preferences. Make sure block pop-up windows is checked or unchecked, however it is that you would prefer it to actually work. And then um, then also go into, from the menu, going to security and make sure that block pop-up windows is selected as well. And if that's baked into the browser, that's not really going to be as powerful as an extension. Right. So uh, you want to look at adding an extension to your browser. Um, and I, I don't know of any specifically for Safari. If any of our listeners out there have any pop-up blocking software for Safari, we'd love to hear from you. Um, I I use mostly Chrome on my Mac. Uh, if, you, if you download Chrome and you can set up an extension called... Um, you uh, block origin, and it will. It, it does a very, very good job of blocking pop-ups. All right, Libby, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. We need to take a quick break, and when we get back, we have Stacy and Van Cleve who wants to talk about some tech peeves, and we'd love to hear from you this morning. We are talking about tech peeves, things that bother you, uh, what, that you are observing out there in public, folks using their tech. Linda says she doesn't like it when folks play games on their iPads in church, and we've talked about being on your phone instead of engaging with people. And uh, we'll talk about email etiquette as well after the break. 877-MPB-RING is the number to join the conversation. Does it bother you when people call and text and email you after hours? 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined in studio today by Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And we are talking about tech peeves and tech etiquette this morning. We'd love to hear from you listeners. What are some tech etiquette techniques that you employ during your daily uh, use with tech? Do you turn your phone on silent when you're in the movies or in church? Uh, talk with us about some things that, that bother you, tech peeves, when it comes to people and tech. We'd love to hear from you. We do have some lines open. 877-MPB-RING is the number. 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at 
mpbonline.org. Jeremy, you got something? Yeah, over the break, I looked up the uh, pop-up blockers for Mac. And uh, it's funny because when I got to the website that was literally telling me how to install the pop-up blocker, it goes, you've got a pop-up blocker. You should consider turning this off. We need our ads. Anyways, thought that was a little ironic. Hmm. Uh, there's one called Kablock. That's K-A-B-L-O-C-K. Uh, or actually K-A-B-L-O-C-K. Uh, try that in Safari and see if that doesn't uh, help you with the pop-ups. All right. Hopefully she's still listening. Hopefully. A uh, couple more calls to get to. Stacy is in Van Cleve uh, with a couple tech peeves to talk about. Good morning to you, Stacy. Oh, good morning. I'm a, a local bartender here in Van Cleve, and the people come in the bar and want me to charge their phone. Ooh. I get handed five or six <laughs> phones at a time. Can you charge this? Can you charge this? Oh, my goodness. No. And then Art. you can charge them. <laughs> so did you make the mistake of doing that for free for a few people and then word got around? Or did one person just see them see them handing the phone off and go, hey, they charge phones here? They just, you know, they come in and have a drink and they first thing they want me to do is plug their phone in. So we've actually had to buy a charging port just so the customers can charge their phones. Wow. wow. All, everyone's always on their phone. I print me up a big sign that said, your phone is not our responsibility. <laughs> Or charge your phone too? five dollars because of that too. If, if you can't communicate with other people anywhere else, it should be at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. I, I'm with Welts. Charge, charge for charging. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it. <laughs> Electricity ain't free. My place, but I, I, you know, I've thought about it. Okay. Well, my All right. Stacey, I guess that's. Thank you. I guess that's like the free Wi-Fi offering. Oh, we have free Wi-Fi and phone charging. Hmm. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, we really have become so attached to those things. Enslaved almost. I bet. We got yeah. sacrilegious words with friends, mm -hmm. and now people <laughs> in the bars won't even pay attention. What's next? <sighs> I mean, well, I'll be honest, a peeve of mine, and it goes both ways because I have asked to use an adapter to charge my phone, um, but... I don't necessarily like allowing allowing people to use my chargers. I don't know what it is. I'm very specific about people touching my stuff. See? Yeah, it's like, can I use your charger? It's not you, it's me. Yeah, can I use your charger? Can I use your charger? And I'm typically like, yeah, I feel like their phone is going to break my charger or something. Right, I don't know right. what that is. But it's, well, it's no, a slight peeve of mine. Yeah. I don't have it with me. I know I don't know. Uh... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not cool with that either. I'm, I'm kind of like right there with you on that one, Rita. <laughs> but I will ask someone to let me use their charger. I've done that before, but I don't do it often, so it's weird. Well, at my shop, you know, being that we fix phones and stuff, we actually do charge people's phones for free. So That's you know. sweet. But we have a whole setup for it. I mean, like we're, you know, we've got ports beyond ports. So. Well, you mm -hmm. expect that. But Bring like, all you know, the phones. Yeah, I mean, in that particular case, you're going out... To you know, to the bar. I mean, you know, I'm presenting that's weird. You know, yeah, socialize that's, and everything yeah. else. Tell you what, get a portable battery pack. Well, on top of that, put yeah. the dang thing down. Or, and, yeah, you just know, leave hey, it in the car. You know, talk talk to somebody. <laughs> you know, I think we're. Yeah, you know, you kind of like um, mentioned before. I mean, you know, where is this all kind of leading? But we are, I think, in some ways, losing our ability to talk to folks. I'm seeing it with a lot of kids now. Yeah, um, especially having so many teenagers around. The way that they'll actually interact with you is is different from what they were interacting whenever we were kids. Yeah, and you got to knock the tablet out of their hand first. Hey, pay attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also read about this thing called technic. So there's kind of like this oh, medical condition where we're always looking down, right. and it's harming our necks. So that's something to think about as well. You don't think it, from a social perspective, obviously it is what it is, but looking down all the time could could be harmful as well. Google it, technic. It's a thing. Uh, Doctor, 
What have I got? <laughs> <laughs> you got a bad case of tech neck. Yeah. Next on Southern Remedy. <laughs> right. Uh, Jenny is in Meridian. Good morning to you, Jenny. What do you have for us? I have watched a number of people walk out of a store and get a text or a phone call, and they just step right off the sidewalk out in front of a vehicle because they're oblivious. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, there are a couple of funny videos online. I've seen people doing that in a mall, and they walk right into the fountain. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, you know, that that's a case of Mr. Karma. I, I just, I really enjoy that. But but I've seen that exact same thing, Jenny. They walk out, you know, over here at the mall, over here at Dogwood. You'll see it all the time. They're not even paying attention to what cars are coming. To heck with there's a crosswalk or not. We're just going to walk on out and presume that everyone sees me. Yeah, I almost got um, ran into the other day in the mall. A girl was looking down. She was headed straight toward me. And I had to say, hey, person in front of you, okay, look up, please. You're walking in the mall. It's not my responsibility to notify you when you're about to run into me. It's ridiculous. And we wonder why we have a problem with people driving and doing this. Right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but if if a text message is that urgent, I'm assuming you guys would think just stop, lean against a wall, and respond to the text. I've pulled over many times to respond to a text while driving. I would rather do that than end up in a ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not all people's fault. Okay, okay, I know I just said that, right? Oh, don't blame the people. But um, they've done research on this, and when you get an email or you get a text message or you get an alert on Facebook, it actually releases dopamine in your brain. Yeah. So literally our phone has become like a drug to us, and that's why people just constantly pull it out. They're just... They're just getting a little, you know, a little dose for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into this this email etiquette in a moment about you know, when you should reach out to a person. I get lots of messages about gigs, uh, eight, 12 a.m. in the morning, 4 a.m. in the morning. I guess whenever it pops in their head, that's when they want to send me a message and ask me about doing 15 minutes of comedy somewhere. And I'm asleep. But I'm getting these messages or I may wake up and say, this person messaged me at 3 a.m. in the morning. That's what bothers me about social media. It's too much access. Right. All you all you have to do is look up my name and you can message me or write something on my wall, get in my DMs. Right. It, it's way too much access. It's actually scary how easy it is for strangers to access you. Yeah, I agree. I've even yeah. gotten calls from people like through Facebook and stuff. But it's funny when you were mentioning gigs, I was like, why are people calling Sharita at night about gigabytes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Com- com- comedic performances. That's, that's <laughs> translation gig. Um, well, you know, and, and, and even worse than that, you know, we've gotten to this extra expectation of, hey, I sent you a text. It's been 30 seconds. Why haven't you responded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we expect instantaneous reply as well. And I think that comes down to just, you know, setting expectations. So I turned off a lot of the notifications in my phone. And you can go in and you can turn off the individual notifications or you can use do not disturb mode. But either way you go, 90% of the apps on your phone do not need to be notifying you of things. In my opinion, I, I don't see Facebook notification. I even took the Facebook app off my phone. I only go in Ooh. through the browser. But, yeah. like, I see Facebook Messenger, but that's it. I've turned off my Facebook notifications, too. It's annoying. It has I done have, great things for mine. Yeah. So. I, have, I have three notifications that pop up. If my wife texts, my son, or my daughter. <laughs> Other than that, they'll catch me when they catch me. There you I, go. I, information overload with too many notifications. Yeah, we'll have to talk a little bit more about this uh, Do Not Disturb option as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We have a lot of calls to get to. John Allen, Melinda Bob, we're going to get to you guys right after this break. We are talking about tech peeves this morning and tech etiquette. Uh, We love to hear from you. 877-MPB-RING is the number. 
We'll clear the lines and continue the conversation after this break. This is MPB Think Radio. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson. Our topic today, tech etiquette and your tech peeves. So we're talking about the things that kind of annoy us when it comes to people in tech and also offering some easy solutions to those things as well. 877-MPB-RING is the number. We'd love to hear from you. What are your tech peeves? We've gotten lots of calls today looking down while texting and running into someone, um, charging the phone at the bar, (laughs) playing games on the iPad in church and being on on the phone instead of being engaging with the folks that you are around. Give us a call 877-MPB-RING if you have any ideas or comments about tech etiquette and tech peeves. 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We're going back to the phones now. John is on the road with a tech peeve. Good morning, John. What do you have for us today? Hello, John. You're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh it's not replying to a text, like, in a proper amount of time. Like, you know, I'll say, you know, do you want me to bring home something home for supper? And I'm already home before she looks at her phone and replies. You know, that kind of gets on my nerves. Now, that is interesting because that's the opposite of what we just talked about, which is someone wanting you to reply immediately. I think it depends on what yeah. it is. Now, if I'm on the grocery, in the grocery store, you know I'm in there. I'm asking you about bread and butter, and you don't respond. It, that, that makes sense. Now, in that case, an instantaneous response is needed, right? Well, yeah, it is. That, that, kind of, that kind of becomes a little, you know, a little timely at that particular point. What I don't, you know... Uh, my wife's probably listening, so I'll be in trouble by the time I get home. <laughs> but what I don't get is like you know that random text during the course of the day, and it's like I'm at work, I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing during the day, and it's like why didn't you answer back? Because we were talking about widgets. It's like <laughs> I didn't know we were engaged. There was a timely response required to widgets, but you know I was busy. Um, yeah, we had that expectation now that we had these instantaneous responses. And I think you're absolutely right. You know, situationally, you're right. If I'm a, if I'm going to the grocery store, if I'm running an errand. Um, you know, even for example, if my wife's off, like, you know, picking up one of the kids or something, I, I tend to pay a little bit more attention to the phone. I want to be a little bit more responsive, you know, it's like in case she needs me, but yeah, I try to check mine yeah. when I'm in the store. Uh, if Faith's like, Hey, go to the store and get this. I'm like, all right, is there anything else? If yeah. I sent the, is there anything else text and I don't get anything back that would annoy me? Cause I know <laughs> that she already sent me to the store. She knows I'm on a mission for her. So Tell me if there's anything else. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what <laughs> what they've done to uh, make us even more frantic is to put scene. There's a read receipt or a scene oh, yeah. receipt. Yeah. And when you know somebody has seen your message, now that can get under your skin. So I, I took off my off. read receipt, <laughs> I, my, my text messages. <laughs> I purposefully <laughs> avoid 
looking at some of the Facebook Messenger stuff because as soon as you look at it, that little head drops down. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, tragic. I don't um, want them to know I've seen yet. Java uh, wanted to know, <laughs> should we make the assumption that everybody has their phone in their hand all the time? Because that no. is an assumption. No, I, I, no, not everybody does. There are people that are that are disciplined, but there's there's a a scary large group of people out there that do have their phone in their hand all the time. Mm-hmm. And when it's not in it, it, might, it burns. When yeah, I'm driving, oh, yeah. when I'm driving, I feel weird if my phone is not in my hand. Oh, I mean, I've driven. You know, I've been three quarters of the way to work and driven all the way back because I forgot my phone <laughs> yeah. on the charger. Yeah. yeah. More calls to get to. Alan is in Brandon. Good morning to you, Alan. What do you have for us? Yeah, uh, just a couple of comments. I mean, I think the whole problem with whether you call it tech etiquette or, or what it just has to do with, I guess, the stuff that Jeremy and Wilt has already alluded to and you've alluded to. Uh, people just aren't being taught to be polite and, and, and be respectful anymore. And uh, the the text one has to be a natural extension of that. If, if you're not teaching your, your kids that, you know, face-to-face takes precedence over everything, then, then they're going to have the phone, their phone in their faces all the time. And you just, you've got to teach them, like when you're at the dinner table and things like that, or you're out at a restaurant, at, 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 a, at, a, at a business, even if it's a business lunch and stuff, it's polite to engage uh, face-to-face with people and, and, and leave your electronic devices tucked away and turned off or muted and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you're not teaching that, this, this is going to be the repercussions of it. And... Uh, and, and I will say, Sharice, on, 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 on your, your, your griping about the, the email and, and being available all the time, I think, I think you've got to look at that as, as an advantage, and you have to take the steps that are out there so that you don't get disturbed in the middle of the night with these things. I mean, it, it's great that, that you can be contacted and find out about gigs or potential gigs and stuff like that, uh, but it, it, the, the devices exist and, and, and the settings exist so that you can... You can set the phone so that it doesn't bother you and you can get your sleep and stuff. And you, you, you got to take advantage of that and then just uh, uh, d- don't focus on the negative aspect of it and just you know, and, and turn off the stuff so that it doesn't bother you. Uh, but, uh, 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 again, we've got we to teach people to, to focus on the other guy. we gotta, we got we to teach empathy and stuff and try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and uh, and as long as long as everybody's coming from their own perspective and putting themselves first, things are just going to get worse. You know, regardless of what the issue is, whether it's a social issue, whether it's a, a race issue, or, or whether it's an immigration issue, or whether it's tech. Uh, you, you know, people have to teach. Uh, you, you know, love your fellow human beings and try to come at things from their perspective. Sorry. I'll- yeah, good comments, Alan. Good comments. Very good comments. And we're going to talk about the the do not dis- disturb thing as well. Um, and d- just to follow up, I am appreciative about getting messages about gigs. I'm very, very appreciative oh, of yeah. that. What I, what what I should say is that I get way more messages that are not gig related from strangers that bother me. Mm. Yeah, when I post a video, the amount of messages I get is is unsettling from folk yeah. from folks I don't know with outrageous requests. You know, do this for me, do that for me. Uh, you you would have to be an, an entertainer to understand how we get uh, just bombarded with weird, <laughs> all kind of weird things in our messages. Uh, Jeremy, could you talk a little bit about do not disturb? If 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 there is an emergency, can you still be reached? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can set it in your phone. Uh, at least on my Galaxy. I'm not exactly sure about the iPhone. Wilts can get me on that one. Um, 
with your Galaxy, you can tell it uh, there's certain people that you can allow phone calls and text messages through that do not disturb screen, we'll call it. And um, you can also say if a call comes in more than once within 15 minutes that it will allow the call through. Uh, because typically if somebody was calling you from a number and it was urgent, they would try to call you a couple of times. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the uh, the old school way of doing it with your parents. Like, look, if, if it rings and then I ring you again, that means, no, I really, really mean it. Pick yeah, it up. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at the, uh, the iPhone under settings and do not disturb. You can actually schedule it. So say if you wanted mm. to say from 10 p.m. until 8 a.m., do not disturb me with any notifications. Um, Love that. You can set it to say, hey, allow calls from favorites. And that's what I've done. I have, you know, wife, kids, in-laws, parents and such. They're set as favorites. They can come through. And then also uh, in this, if a second call from the same person comes within three minutes, it will actually ring through the silence. Um, So, yeah, some some really – there are some ways you can manage some of that because I'm kind of like, you know, kind of like with you, things beeping at, you know – two o'clock in the morning you know i mean i'm kind of still thinking kind of old school it's like you know if the phone's ringing at two o'clock in the morning somebody's got an emergency it's not hey did you see what happened today at the no i don't really care yeah. i'm a light sleeper even an email vibration a vibra- a vibration from an email notification i will wake up <laughs> so weird uh bob has been on hold for a while good morning to you bob what do you have for us today hi uh, a couple of things uh my peeve is when someone leaves the store, walks across the parking lot, and climbs into their car, starts the car, picks up their phone to make a call so they have something to do while they're driving. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they ought to just drive while they're driving. I listen to audiobooks myself, and I pick up the phone before I start driving and hit play and then put it down. Now, I sit in my vehicle for long periods of time on social media. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, you're not driving. <laughs> I'm not driving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Bob, what else you got? I think you're missing an opportunity with the bar phone charger. Okay, how so? You take the phone and say, yeah, I'll charge it for you. The charger is in this cabinet behind the bar. I'll put it in there, and I'll draw you a beverage while you're looking over the appetizer meat. (laughs) Oh, hey, I like the way you're thinking here, Bob. Yeah. I'm telling you, she can monetize it. She has to think about it a little differently. Oh, yeah. Okay. And gets gets it out of their hands. Like the old free lunch. You know, you you give them something, and uh, you keep them busy. Yeah. All right, Bob. Good good comments. We appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, okay, we got something from an emailer, and I want to high-five her. Okay, this is from Christiana in Hattiesburg. When you are automatically added to group text messages and you have no way of removing yourself and you can't tell the sender you don't want to receive them without sounding rude, then all throughout the day, you keep getting notifications from 13 people in one message. Mm-hmm. I despise group <laughs> messages. It, it reminds me of a meme I saw. It's like, I've never been a hostage, but I have been in a group message, and it's basically the same thing. It really oh, is. Oh, my goodness. It's like and, and is there really all. no way to escape no. if it's a no, text? No, on the iPhone, yes, there is. There is? Yes, under the iPhone. Uh, I'm actually we stuck have, in a group text right now. Let me see if I can do <laughs> this on my phone. Well, we have, you can uh, do a couple of things. You can remove yourself from it, but one of my favorites, you know, maybe you want to keep up with it. Uh, for example, this past weekend, we took a bunch of the, um, bunch of sophomore boys and my daughter and one of her friends from Northwest Rankin's band. And we went over to University of Alabama for a day. They they got to play with the Million Dollar Band over there. Well, with us having you know basically nine kids in the car, of course there was a group text that was going with all of the parents because you got to keep mamas in the loop and send pictures and everything else. But there is a do not disturb 
button. When you look at that group text and you go into the info on it, you can actually flip it to do not disturb and they can continue talking all they want in the background. It won't beep. It won't vibrate. It won't notify. It won't do a thing until you go back in there and look at it. This is true. You can do that in Facebook Messenger as well. Amen. You can uh, mute somebody and it says until I turn it back on. So it's totally possible. Um, Okay. Mary said, I know that after hours texting can be thoughtless, but I am guilty of before hours texting. I wake up before the chickens and have texted my grown children with news or ideas before the sun rises. They have politely requested that I wait until a reasonable hour to text them. Ha, my bad. I believe that she knows my mother-in-law. She must. Is one worse than the other before or after hours texting? I don't think before hours is too big of a deal. Most people are sleeping. Will they Will they get it? I mean, Unless it's beeping. See, my wife will not turn on the do not disturb feature. So hers is going to be, she's like, well, what if someone needs me? Like, you can explain to her the all these. contacts. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, that doesn't, you know, um, it, her, her whole tech theory approach is like, yeah, you know, all that stuff is great. But if I break it, you just have to fix it. So deal with it. A <laughs> couple more calls to get to. Bonnie is in Mobile with a tech peeve. Good morning to you, Bonnie. Oh, hi. Yeah, so um, I agree with a lot of people just not paying attention is an issue. But uh, And being in the movie theater and thinking you need a Snapchat, uh, the movie. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I hate that. That's, that's <laughs> bootlegging. I, I think that? that'll get you thrown yeah. out now. I mean, you can only do a 10-second snap, but it's still like I hate when people have their phones out at the movie theater. Um, and then the other thing I have a pet peeve about is actually older people complaining about younger people on their phones. Um, my dad's one of those people. He's like, "Oh, you got to get that phone away from the dinner table." But he's on the—he's talking on the phone twenty-four-seven. <laughs> and I think one of the issues is more like I don't think adults know how to communicate effectively with younger people, and they just like get frustrated and they blame it on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can agree I with can, that. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, phones take the blame a lot. If you wasn't on that phone, you could be better at life all the time. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was a book. And my face was always buried in one. That that was the same thing. You for were me. penalized for reading? No, no, Lord, no, no. I'm just saying. When I was a kid, I was. That's what my face was buried in. I was always distracted by something. It's just now electronic and it has a cool screen. It does. But lots now of you're dynamic on a public stuff. radio show, so it was right. great that you're yeah. here. Yeah. Book. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good call. Let the children read. <laughs> good call, Bonnie. Thank you so much. And she's right. I think that that sometimes older people do have a little animosity toward they technology. Do. They definitely do. Well, you know, I mean, but, okay, we're going to speak for a couple of these. I, th- I think I'm the oldest one in this and particular And we haven't even room. established what age we're talking about. Grandpa so we're Wilkes not gonna over do here. That. Yeah, Share no. us your wisdom. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but, but it, you know, what kind of gets me, though, kind of tagging along with what she was saying there, but we've turned these phones, we've turned a text and a Snapchat into the entire conversation. These these are meant to be short messages. The whole idea of it behind it. I mean, I, one of my big pet peeves is the novel that comes via text. If I'm having to sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll. Oh, yeah. Yes, my mother-in-law is listening. I'm talking to you. Just scrolling Ooh, and scrolling. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but it's like if you got to type that much, call them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you lose so much in, in a text. I mean, you can't really portray, you know, you can't really put your, your tone out there. And are you are you joking? Are you serious? Right. Or, you oh, know, yeah, you have to put LOL behind it. Even if it's something mean, just put LOL behind it. And yeah, that they, fixes the tone. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like the, uh, <laughs> is that kind of like the equivalent of, you know, no offense, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't mean any disrespect, but. 
Uh, but Wilt, you keep shouting out your mother-in-law that the locks are going to be changed when you get home, man. You better be careful. I know. I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we have an email, and Frank is on the line. And 877-MPB-RING is the number. We've been talking about tech peeves and tech etiquette today, kind of offering some solutions, solutions and venting a little bit. We'd love to hear from you, 877-672-7464. We do have a few lines open. What are your tech pet peeves? Uh, what tech etiquette do you think could better be employed? by folks around here. 877-MPB-RING is the number or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilkes Couture and Jeremy Thompson. We've been talking about tech etiquette and tech peeves today. Um, well, really quickly, before we get back to the calls, I wanted you to touch on a piece of email etiquette. Um, you've talked about CC oh. and BC and forwarding emails and making sure a thousand email addresses are not included in the message or reply to one or reply all. Yes, those are the most misunderstood buttons, I think, on there. Seriously. Just for everyone to know, CC means carbon copy, whereas BCC means blind carbon copy. And I'm sure some folks out there have received that email, and you got to scroll down about 30 pages through all of the previous email addresses before you actually get to the message, which is, hey, anybody want to go to dinner? If you would actually put those those multiple email addresses in your BCC, it's not being sneaky. What it actually is is it's sitting there saying, look, we don't have to put all that garbage before it. It just kind of cleans up your email a lot. And uh, the reply all button. I'm, it is what it says. Yeah. If there are five email addresses and you hit reply all, your reply is going to go to all Every five of, of those. So if you're talking about somebody in the five, they are going to see it. Yes, yes. Yes. I've seen. I mean, it's like, you know, so many office jokes come out of that. But, Lord, it just happens so many times. And some of them can be absolutely hilarious. But some can also be uh, resume altering experiences if you're yes. not careful. Uh, next, we are going to Marilyn in Batesville who wants to talk about her pet peeves. Good morning, Marilyn. Hi. Um, I'd just like to say my uh, worst pet peeve is that when other people is more concerned about your phone messages and your phone calls than you are. I have nieces that if my phone goes off, they steadily, eight mail, eight mail. You, you got to text. You got to phone call. <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's not that important. Mm-hmm. Not to me anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. My granny is the same way. Uh, I, I've taught her to text, and, you know, we'll go back and forth. And she's like, well, I got your text, but I didn't feel like responding. So you just call me, and we can talk that way. But at least she honest. Yeah, yeah. We got to meet granny one day. She, yeah, responds, yeah. she responds a lot, but sometimes she's just like, Rita, I didn't feel like fooling with that phone because she doesn't do predictive text, so she's still doing 
one, two, three to get to A, yeah. one, two, three to get oh, to Z. Lord. Yeah, so it takes some effort for my grandmother to text back, so I don't hold it against her. Uh, let's see. Last call goes to Darren and Jackson. Darren, we are really, really short on time, but what do you have for us? Hello, Darren. You're on the air. Oh, hey. How you doing? Hey, we're short uh, on time. Go ahead. Well, uh, what I'm calling about is a pet peeve and a etiquette. I think that we, we sometimes we forget about video, when we video uh, chatting or uh, FaceTiming that other people are in the room. And sometimes, I'm not going to blame it all on the kids, we forget that other people are in the room and don't want to be involved in that video chat or that FaceTiming. And you're in the privacy of your own home in a, in a general area. I think we need to take into account that other people are in the room and don't want to be a part of your video chat. Yeah, hey, good yeah, point, yeah, Darren. Great. Thank you very much for your call. Okay, Jeremy, we have a little time left for your poem. Put down that phone. Leave it alone. That tablet is a bad habit. Be disciplined. Be aware. Your family's right there. Do not disturb. We'll keep you unperturbed. <laughs> Good Love job, it. Jeremy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. If you didn't get to call, you can always send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And don't forget, you can subscribe to our podcast. Go to mpbonline.org. And there's a little area on the right column for you to subscribe. We'll post some cool things as well. Coming up next, the original Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick Deshaies. Thanks, Jobber, for being our board operator, and Kevin Farrell was our call screener. So the remedy is up next. This is Think Radio.